And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number five. There should be a ban on these uh, surveys that Hang on. are always wondering stop, if we're stop. happy. I'm sorry. What? I... I have a confession that I really don't think can wait. Yes. No, it's not. Yes, this is not. This is not good because I, I have a I have a serious question about. Uh, it's car related. So this can't be good oh. because you have no knack whatsoever. Does this threaten no, to this expel is, you from is, Garage Logic? I am ready to sit back it's and really, listen. It's really bad. Oh. Um, and I, I I know I'm probably going to be on probation, but I'm going to. Well, you might still be on probation. <laughs> Maybe I never got off of probation. Um, I'm driving the uh, the Honda Pilot. All right. That was my son's car. He is bought. This, uh, is this going to ever cost us a Honda sponsorship? Uh, no, but they keep sending me recall stuff. I think I have to go in there and get something checked. Uh, like a, uh, <laughs> they keep sending the, uh, me stuff. the blow thing. The uh, the airbag. Airbag. Yeah. Uh, the blow thing. Anyway, blow phobia. I got blow phobia. The thing's going to blow up in me. So. Um, it might. This is a long story. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some of the maintenance required on this vehicle is there just might be a small, light power steering leak. Okay. That so uh, not a major leak. Wait, no, hang on. We, I want a precursor. Do you know? I'm going to confess this. If I can get um, immunity. Well, we're not I, in a court of law here. Yeah. <laughs> Like well, hell, we're not. This is garage logic. <laughs> this say. is uh, this is a court of law. Well, we know you don't have much of a knack scale when it comes to uh, cars. Uh, that's correct. All right, well, just blurt it out here. Let's go. <laughs> all right, because I, I want to plead the fifth so I don't uh, incriminate uh, myself. Right. He asked for immunity. Um, so it has a slight um, power steering leak that I I keep on hand in the vehicle. <laughs> the funnel, maybe <laughs> a nice yellow funnel. <laughs> And the, here's the good thing. So you're topping it off all the time. I'm topping it off about, you know, I mean, three blocks. <laughs> so, oh my God. Uh, you know, I'm... It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Oh. Joe Souchere. Oh, God, I, yes. I, 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 And I know when to fill it because there's an... You know, it whines a little. I would bit. imagine uh, when you're when you're unable to turn the car, that would be a good time to fill indicator. It. But have not because I'm higher on the next scale. I haven't got to that yet. <laughs> I Plus, I know I, I'm going to pat myself on the back for knowing where to fill the steering fluid. Okay. okay. So anyway, regardless, I'm going to. Uh, so I realized also that's not a problem. I can handle that. Here we go. I also realized that it might be burning a little bit of oil. Mm-hmm. So I checked the oil the other day. Mm-hmm. Was and, there any? There was, and I've you know I need to get a change, but I just needed a quick fix, so I put some oil in there. Okay, we're all set, we're good to go. That was maybe we haven't reached the point of the story yet. No, oh, that you're about to though. All right, so that was maybe a uh, uh, day or two ago. Okay, maybe a couple days ago. All right, and today, prior to leaving my home, right, I popped the hood up and I topped off the power steering. Sure, you have to. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do. I'm going to. Uh, 
I'm going to add a little oil here. Mm-hmm. Is it a problem if you forget to put the cap, put the cap back on? From the oil from two days ago. So I've been driving around, and I, I panicked because I couldn't find the top of the the uh, the, the black thing, the 710, mm-hmm. the oil thing. Right. And fortunately for me, it had, in its travels, it had traveled all the way over to the washer uh, fluid. Right. And and was kind of embedded yeah. in there, so I didn't lose it. Right. So for the last two days, uh, I've been traveling without a cap. That's on. that's probably not a problem, but I'm surprised you didn't get some uh, idiot light to tell you that. Usually, well, uh, the maintenance light is. I mean, that's pretty much on permanently. <laughs> that's my glow. It's that's like... my glow, night or day. That's my my Bethlehem star. Yeah, it's like someone's Christmas decoration. During a hurricane, you can just sit in your car and, have, and you have a the soft glow of maintenance <laughs> it would required. Not be a problem. So I found it. I put some oil in there and I capped it off. But I was oh. panicked. There's not. It's not. That's not a pressurized thing, is it? Like the um, the radiator would be. No, no, not really. No, but it's 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 idiotic. It's not advisable. Yeah. The first thing I thought of. I, I, mean, I, I, I would imagine some oil popped out of there. Why well, don't you go clean under the hood? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you get this fixed? Well, I had some duct tape I, on I, where I, I think, thought the the power steering leak was. Yeah. And I solved it, but you know, lately I've just kind of. Ah, why not? Let her go. You're the same guy who was driving a car that had a hole in the uh, halfway down the gas tank. And your solution to that was you only put a half a tank of gas in. Then it won't leak. Yeah. And your solution was get it the hell off my driveway. Get away from me. <laughs> Two seconds you came out and you smelled the gas. But this one, so I'm I'm probably, I didn't ruin the engine or anything like that. Because no. I, I drove it. That's, to, already, that's already happened. Yeah. You're, it's okay, a, that no, was my one panic. Now back up. So your question is the the oil cap itself. That was the question. He just forgot yeah. to put it back on. But I, but I thought, oh no, what have I done to the car? Nothing. But it started fine. I it's, put the cap back on. See, now it's, it's your car. You you couldn't hurt it any worse than you already have. So now where it's did the, only power steering fluid? And I'll I'll bring that over to ANA and get that looked at. Where did the cap go? It gravitated over to the uh, windshield washer fluid. Yeah, it with the bumps and okay. kind of went and the bumps I, and stuff. Gotcha. It must have. I, I thought it would fall deep it's into the 394. Engine. Yeah, probably. You guys see an oil <laughs> 710? Didn't you uh, ever covet uh, a car when you were a teenager? Didn't you ever develop a car consciousness? Or you or maybe you're of a generation that, that missed that. Didn't you ever? No. Uh, don't, cars don't excite you at all. They, don't, they do nothing for you. That one may have passed me by. Yeah. Uh, the first thing car that I lusted after was our own 1972 Buick Skylark, which I would sit as a kid and pretend I was going to be driving oh, yeah. that someday. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I liked, you as a kid, uh, I liked Jaguars. Okay. Jaguar was my car. All right. I wanted a uh, a two-door Jaguar convertible. I was not a Mercedes guy. Did right. Grandpa Red have one? Is that why? Grandpa Red had Cadillacs because oh, yeah. he had to have those big drum sets in there. Sure, sure. And uh, I never really got the knack. My dad was a car guy, but not a, you know, we couldn't. So afford- you didn't own a succession of cars as a teenager? No, I, I did. I did. You did? Well, they were all affordable. They were, you know, $200 cars, a Model A Ford, a 36 Chev pickup, a 1940 Plymouth, a 1954 Ford Mainliner, a couple of early MGs. I constantly was uh, tinkering. Not that I ever became a decent mechanic, right. but I uh, 
I could keep them on the road. The Model A Ford had uh, lawn chairs in it. Didn't even have, uh, didn't really even have seats. <laughs> My first car was the Omega, and that was at about nineteen. Yeah, uh, that was from Wally McCarthy's Olds on the four ninety four. Okay, and uh, they brought it home, and the battery died the next day. All right, but Wally took care of it. Yeah. Uh, that's- that's wonderful. So I'm not in that much trouble. <laughs> Had I ruined my car, I would have been in big trouble. This yeah. is just, you're an idiot. All right. All right. Is yeah, that okay? That's all right. Am you're I clear? A, you're fine. You gave me immunity. I gave you so immunity. So I get to stay here yes. in Garage Logic. Yes. Commencing Garage Logic segment number six. Well, as I was saying before you so stumbled into your car exploits, I wish people would stop taking these surveys about how happy we are. There's a new one out. What? Well, Minnesotans are still pretty happy. They're no longer the happiest in the U.S. It's a wallet hub analysis. What's in it? What is wallet hub? Um, And what's in it for them? uh, Hang on. Let me get the exact description. Wallet hub. Minnesota top personal fi- sorry personal finance website. Uh, basically, it'll give you a hey, you need this in order to buy a house. It, oh. it kind of, it's 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 actually a pretty helpful website. Well, according to Wallet Hub, Minnesota was the happiest state in 2017, but this year we fall into the third happiest state in oh, the U.S. No. I haven't no. noticed an appreciable uh, difference in myself. I'm still happy? No, no, it's still a good place to live. I wonder if the Vikings lost to the Eagles had anything to do with it. We oh. were bumped by Hawaii as number one and Utah at number two. Utah. Uh, yeah, Utah. Uh, our neighbors, North Dakota, are right behind us in the rankings. Our other border friends did not did pretty well too. Iowa is eight, South Dakota nine, and Wisconsin eleven. Well, I, doesn't it make sense though that the Midwest people would be happier uh, on each coast? Well, Utah doesn't. Do, it well, doesn't here's what they uh, here's what they analyze. I guarantee. Alabama, Florida, those states are at the bottom. They've got to be. Mississippi, how you doing oh, down yeah. there? I don't have the the uh, oh. reporting isn't what it used to be. I didn't bother to look it up. Look it up. I, I, I'm going to do that right now. Uh, Wallet Hub, happiest states. Okay, they analyze the following factors, uh, and they do not and uh, they do not factor in natural disasters. Okay, hmm. they uh, don't factor in national disasters. No, and we're we are. Relatively immune from natural disasters. I'd say so. You get a tornado once in a while and a blizzard once mm-hmm. in a while. Other I, than that, nothing. I'm surprised by this. What would you guys guess is number 50? Uh, uh, Mississippi. Arkansas. Mississippi was 43rd. Arkansas, 49, Rook. Okay. Good guess. Number 50 is West Virginia. That's, that's understandable. Okay. There's a great deal. You know, read Hillbilly Elegy. I've never been there. Well, it's, it's you know, there's a great, <laughs> there's a great white underclass in this country that experiences or mimics uh, exactly what a black uh, American life has gone through and continues to go through in this country. Hmm. And I've recommended the book before, J.D. Vance, Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, It's an extraordinary story of a a self-described kid who grew up with a hillbilly family, and he ended up getting a law degree from Yale and and, uh, making a fortune with his book and, and the the nature of the book is how hard it was for him to to make that climb out of break out to, to break out of of his his definition of what he thought life was supposed to be. 
Uh-huh. And there's a, you know, there was the hillbilly highway that led from the coal country up to Ohio to work in the factories and absolutely mimicked uh, much of what black America has gone through. Uh, there continues to be a white underclass of Americans who are struggling. And I would imagine many of them uh, are, are in West, the likes of West Virginia. Huh. Hillbillyology. Ill elegy. 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 Elegy is a poem, a sorrowful poem. Okay, WalletHub develops the rankings analyzing the following factors. And again, they don't count natural disasters. Adult depression, Mm -hmm. adequate sleep, sports participation, suicide rate, suicide rate. You know who'd let us play their music, I bet? Hippocampus. I'm Because their dads are big fans of the show. Yes, they're former neighbors of mine. Yeah, will you work on that, please? I will. That, should be, that, that should be simple for you to nail just, down. Yeah, let's go. Let's what would him. we need for legal? A, a letter from them? I'll uh, send an email right now to find out. All right. We got a, lo- a whole bunch of other local bands that would be more than happy to say yes. Oh, I would love to showcase new uh, new music because we did that did that a lot on air. Yes. I would love to showcase stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, adult depression, sleep, sports participation, suicide rate. Because I was thinking of what? Suicide Saturday? Yes. Isn't that the Great uh, tune. hippocampus song? Work hours, long-term unemployment rates. Well, that's improving all over the country. Right. Income growth, that's improving all over the country. Volunteer rate, divorce rate, and safest. Uh, Minnesota is notably the second best state for emotional and physical well-being, the third safest state, and has the fourth lowest divorce rate in the nation. Hmm. That does speak well. Yeah, that's good. Speaks well of uh, the state. Mm -hmm. But this and a cup of coffee, this is worth, you know, this is worth whatever a cup of coffee costs. It's not. uh, Did you ever find the list, Reeves? For what? Oh, you did find the list. 50th is uh, West West Virginia. Virginia. Where's California? They were fifth on that, on the, they were right behind us. I would have thought they would have been a lot lower. Well, and it's because the biggest factor was um, uh, weather. Oh, okay. Or, or well, they I think don't it, count weather. Well, I think it was livable condition, whatever that, whatever that would quantify. Because you know the weather's are perfect there year round. Where's Florida? Uh, it was towards the bottom. I don't have. The, I, I'm sending that email. I, I see. You want me to find it? No, for you? no, I don't care. Hmm. I don't care. Yep. I, I think that uh, we come across these studies every so often. I remember reading it in 2017 when we were considered the happiest state, but now we got uh, Hawaii took over, uh, followed by Utah. I don't see any reason why people in Utah wouldn't be happy. Beautiful state. Um, speaking of being happy and being across the country, I've got a message on Twitter. Hey, boys, from Jennifer. Reporting from Pinehurst, North Carolina, we are sheltering here and getting ready for Florence. Oh, man. Not sure what she holds for us inland, but hopefully we are ready. We Where, what town is she in? She's in Pinehurst. Pinehurst. Uh, and I sent a message back saying, would love to chat with you on the podcast, but I haven't heard from her. All right. Uh, I'm going to take us back to California. Okay. In just a moment. As soon as we return from these important messages. What were you telling me, uh, director of social media? With the uh, the new venture that we are, are all a part of now, it's probably a good time to remind people how to uh, 
go online, find the show, share it with others uh, that might be Garage Logic fans or maybe other people that uh, have yet to experience Garage Logic. It's pretty easy. One of the most common questions we're getting right now is, how do I listen to the podcast live? Um, which you can't do because it's a it's it's a podcast. That's that's not a that's not an option. Um, but the other thing is, people are the main one of the main questions is how can I rate the show? That is strictly done through iTunes, and you have to subscribe to the show via iTunes. The show does not cost you any money via iTunes, but you do have to have a subscription, and that's the way you can rate the show. All right, very easy. And if you want to listen in your car. An aux cord. My sister Maria had a good idea. Oh, yes. Tell people to buy an aux cord so they can listen directly off of their phone into their car, listen to the podcast. What's an aux cord? An auxiliary cord. Oh, you said aux, though. uh, I'm sorry. A-U-X. Aux. Aux. It's like bathroom call. (laughs) What? You know, it's it's kind of like sometimes I forget if I I have not gored your aux cord. (laughs) I have only gored your ox, so huh. this is, uh, you take it as you see it. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Yes, Ray. yes. So Ray I, from, uh, where are you from, St. Louis Park? St. Louis Park. Ray, nice great, to- great, uh, It's a great day in St. Louis Park, says Ray. Thank it's you. a great day from Ray. It, that that I rhymes. got it, Ray. Ray. Joe, we have a special guest today. Yeah. Ray. No, I'm just kidding. Jennifer's calling from Pinehurst, North Carolina. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Hi. Hey, Joe. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, you're safe? Uh, so far, it's um, actually sunny right now as I step out my front door and about 85 degrees. So do You are. You do not have to evacuate, I take it? No, not this far inland. You're pretty um, inland, yep. Yep. I'm about two and a half hours from Wilmington. Okay. Well, I've been uh, to that part of the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I hear you guys talking about coming to Durham and... And uh, coming down here for golf and stuff, I'm like, that's where I am. <laughs> Are you a transplanted Minnesotan? I am. I grew up in Lake City, Minnesota, and I moved here about eight years ago, ten years ago, I guess. Right. Graduated from the University of Minnesota. Right. So um, my husband got a job down here, and so I followed him. And uh, you've been catching us uh, over the years on a podcast. I've, I've actually been listening through the app okay, great. for a while, and then, of course, switched the podcast. My dad got me started on you guys a long time ago. Wonderful. You Wonderful. have to spread the word. You need to spread the word out there to your friends and neighbors. Yeah, because she's not busy right now, Rook. Right. Is your husband a golfer? Uh, he, well, he tries to be. Uh, has he ever played Pinehurst? Yeah. My, my dad and my brother actually came down. They still live in the Twin Cities. They came down um, last February, yeah. and we did Pinehurst number four. Yep. And uh, hung out at the, at the golf club there. So what are you uh, what are you anticipating later today and into the weekend? Just significant rain? Yeah, uh, we're looking at things starting here about seven eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Okay. And so far for us, they're showing um, sustained winds at thirty to forty miles an hour, and wind gusts anywhere from forty to seventy. Right. And as far as rainfall, they're looking anywhere between eight and fifteen inches. Wow. Well. And. The problem here is it's all sand, mm-hmm. and all these pine trees don't have very deep roots. They spread kind of out, right? And so when the ground gets saturated, they just they don't even break; they just fall over. Right. I was going to say that the good thing about a pine tree when it goes over, it kind of goes over gently. Yeah, it just the whole root ball it just tips over. We right. had one come down on our garage during Hurricane Matthew, 
Um, and it just it just fell over. Well, it's very kind of you to call, and you've given me a great idea uh, that other people, if we tell people when we're podcasting, there's no reason we couldn't take calls every day from people around the country. That's oh, true. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. If, if there's breaking news and so forth, but right. they wouldn't know what we're discussing. But if they're interesting enough, well, we, that's can, true, yeah. we can still put them on, yeah. on the podcast. Hey, Jennifer, good luck. Stay in touch. Thank you, sir. We'll, we'll, I'll keep you up on Twitter. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, thank you. How about that? Yeah. yeah, she reached out to Rook. Yeah, I saw. Was it yesterday? Late, late, yes. late yesterday. Yeah, late yesterday. So I just sent her a message saying, "Why don't you call us right now?" You know, I, I hesitate to do this story because I. Hey, wait, it, you know, only you. By the way, time out. Yeah, Hang tight here. I'm being interrupted. Again. Yeah, I, and, that, and I yeah. need to interrupt you. It's not blurting, but I am going to interrupt You're you. Blurting. Only you would, at a time of a major category two hurricane yes and uh, you know damage to property trees everywhere right lives on the line yeah and you say hang on you ever get over to pinehurst how's well, that like uh, <laughs> your guy ever well, play over there very famous, famous well, i know it is course, but so. it's uh, you getting the golf out of the way and then getting down to right. business no, you got to do what you got to do all right uh i hesitate to do this but you tell me maybe it's a ray of hope Okay. In, in fact, let me get ready in case it is. All right. If it is, you'll know where to. Uh, it's the red button on the main page. Uh, if you want to uh, follow us again, it's garagelogic.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Download it every day. And the most important part, rate it. Right. Yeah. Rate it every day. Check out. So we know. Then check out the podcast at GL Podcast. It gets posted immediately. Do you right. recall the horrible. <clears throat> I don't know how they have dealt with it, although this will tell us how they've dealt with it. Uh, the parents who lost the toddler to oh. an alligator at Disney. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, never get a, uh, even I, thinking about I, I it. I don't know how they, I just don't know how they've, they're going to welcome a new son. They're having a baby. Oh, wow. They're wow. having a baby. Matt and Melissa Graves announced the birth, they've had it, announced the birth of Christian Lane Graves. Uh, the Nebraska couple's son, Lane, died in 2016 when a seven-foot-long alligator grabbed him in a lake outside Disney's Grand Florida a Floridian resort and spa in Orlando as he was wading in the shallow water. Mm. The dad uh, jumped in to try to free Lane. Uh, he couldn't. Uh, although we know the pain of losing Lane will never go away, we feel God has blessed our family with this precious miracle of life. The couple said in a statement, we know Ella and Christian have their brother Lane watching over them as their guardian angel. The parents started the Lane Thomas Foundation after their son's death to help families of children needing life-saving organ transplants. I think it's a ray of hope, isn't it? Whoa. That uh, I a, think that it they is. they just had a new child? That they're choo- today's ray of hope. They're choosing to, to take the positive route. I don't know how. I, when I it could be so bleak. I don't know how they... You I, can't tell people how to grieve, the, though, either. The strength of people uh, is astounding in this case. Just astounding. I, I can't... Uh, I can't possibly imagine that. No, and that poor father playing that through in his mind every single day, he, right. he, waking hour, and mm-hmm. and now well, this. Joy. God love them. They're having a new baby. They have a. They've got a new baby. Yeah. All right. They're set. All right. Hey, get this. This just in. Yo. 
Archaeologists have found what they believe is the world's oldest site for alcohol production. A a beer-like beverage may have been served in ceremony some 13,000 years ago. Holy cow. The site is located in the Rakafet Cave south of Haifa in today's northern Israel that also served as a burial site for the Natufian people. If we're right, this is the earliest testament in the world to alcohol production of any kind. Danny Nadel, an archaeology professor at the University of Haifa, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. H A I F A, Haifa, Haifa. I would say, yeah, I would say, I don't know. And one of the authors of the article published in the Journal of Archaeological Science. We know what the Natufians did in the cave. They buried some of their dead on a platform of flowers and plants and apparently also produced a soup like liquid, an alcoholic drink. According to Nadell, the liquid was different than today's beer and probably much weaker, but fermented. Three small pits or mortars were discovered that had been carved into the surface of the Rockefeller Cave. Two of the stall, uh, small stone mortars were for storing grains, and the third for pounding and brewing grains ahead of fermentation. I'll be damned. Candidate for the beer show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Call Heavens someone. Yes. Somebody, yeah. let's, let's call them. The location Maybe of the not. mortars in the burial caves implies that the drink was apparently connected to the ceremonies. Sure, they buried some guy, and they all got hammered. <laughs> right. Right. It was like a modern-day funeral at uh, Mueller's. So this was way before Christ was uh, did that favor to his mother and and uh, turned the water into wine, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. oh you're right. That's yeah. the, What did they say, 15,000 years ago? Mm-hmm. Oh. According to the article published with researchers from Stanford University in the U.S., the beer-making innovations predated the appearance of domesticated cereals by several millennia in the Near East. The Natufians were hunter-gatherers who lived in the eastern Mediterranean 15,000 to 11,500 years ago and began settling down rather than roving from place to place. They were the last in the region who lived in a different way than the villages were familiar with, Natal said. Who's on the line? Well, oddly enough, it's your guy Ray. Hello? Ray? Joe. Hello, this is Ray calling back. Yes. I uh, almost sounded like Norm Coleman there, Ray. <clears throat> no, this I have just having a a peanut butter sandwich. I see. I love a a, a good early afternoon sandwich is uh, is always good, and peanut butter is delicious. <laughs> is that why you called? Uh, this is not the reason that I called. Um, the story I I um, I know we cannot do a, a live podcast. How did you hear? How did you know that what I was talking about? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just telling you about a story that I learned of uh, uh, for the Reavers and his beer show yeah. that airs uh, every Thursday night. Right. I uh, I sit around and and listen to the um, the beer show, but I I wanted to tell him, make him aware of. So it's not for you. I'm calling for him. There is a a story of a an ancient uh, brewery where they uh, they made beer. We just did that story, Ray. We On, just no. Yeah. In uh, Israel, in northern Israel, you, you're you're telling a joke to me. No, I'm not. This yeah. is oh, I'm, well, I apologize. I thought I had the uh, uh, some sort of uh, scoop? breaking scoop news. Yeah. Yeah. The scoop with Ray would be a great show. <laughs> I would be available for another podcast. I'm if sure you would. Uh, yeah. If this is allowed, but uh, well, okay, I guess I. Well, let me leave you with this then. I I have a. Uh, got more. It, it, it doesn't concern the story, but Chris, I certainly hope you'll put it on your uh, your beer podcast. Thank no, you, a, Ray. It's a regular beer show he does. Yes, and the beer show yeah. 
with Ray, I'm available if you ever need me to fill in. Oh, Ray, we'd love to have you. I know you. a lot about beers. In fact, the uh, the old Israelites, I, I've known this for a long time, at their pub, they had um, two kinds of beer. All right. And the, 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 the beer that they sold out of their kegs was called Hebrew. So... But then you had the you're rather a portly you know, you're you're portly uh, 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 people of the region right and when they would come in they to the did, pub right yes what was the name of the pub uh, the the name of the uh, the pub yes a uh, Murgatroyd's all right Murgatroyd's pub it was very uh, it was fun but very simple all right very simple the uh, murgatroyd was a man of uh, of of poor means from that was passed down to me from neighbors that i knew right but as i continue on the 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 portly uh, people that would come into the pub they drank hebrew they well they they could that was an option to drink hebrew but the bigger ones wanted a beer that was not so heavy right so murgatroyd uh, went to the brewery down at the end of the street, and he said, I need a new beer. And you know what that beer was? I, I can imagine. He was Hebrew, and for the fat people, Israelite. Right, Israelite. Israelite. Israel that was their light Israel beer. Light. What would you like? I would like an Israelite. Or if you would just come in, yeah. what would you like to drink, um, Samuel? I would like a Hebrew. Right. Ice cold and frothy. Right, I got it. Yes, happy hour. Thank you. This is uh, okay. Uh, I appreciate you. Chris. You, you make sure you put this on the the, the show. Thank you, show. absolutely. Thank you, Ray. Ray. Yes, Joe. Good, good luck with good. The, your, uh, your your podcast. Yes, thank you, Ray. Yes, thank you, Ray. All right. All right. Why did he thank himself? Hey, you know what we got to do. He gets nervous. I think we got to do one segment a week with Pat, don't we? I want to. What do you think? The guy is bored. He's bored. Can we put him out of his? Not like a like a segment on Fridays, maybe if he's around or whenever he's available. He can do it by phone. I think it would be. See, fit. the danger there is he might show up. I decided to show up in person. He was here yesterday. And here was he is. Really? Oh yeah. Here is the schedule that I have for my segment. I think that we should do a segment a week with Pat. Hey, how you doing? I'm I am here. I'm talking to Mackie and Judd. We're, uh, we're talking sports content. It doesn't even have to be a Friday. It could just be one segment a week with Patrick, and it would be well, a sports the, update. The history of Garage Logic is you throw in a little bit of sports, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's a I think that's a good idea. And with the the Vikings potentially having a fantastic year, not that I don't rely sure. on Chris's or your sports insights, yeah. But it might be a uh, I'll I call am, him tonight. I am here. Plus, it'll be fun to find out when he forgets. Mm-hmm. Chris, who's the quarterback for the Jets? Uh, that would be rookie Sam Darnold. Now, they destroyed Detroit the other night. Yes, they did on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Now, the reason I bring him up is, is it is he the youngest quarterback to have ever started a game in the National Football League? Uh, I, I believe I read that. Okay, he might be. He is very young. In fact, you'll find this humorous. He's so young. How young, How is, young he? is he? The backup quarterback for the New York Jets is Josh McNown, who mm-hmm. is – whatever, he's in his late 30s, yeah. who has a daughter who is about six months younger than Sam wow. Darnold. Really? Yeah. Really. I think Darnold's 21 years old and a certain number of days that have made him the youngest 
quarterback ever to start an NFL game. Because McNown's— But we're fact-based, so I shouldn't say that because I have no idea if I'm remembering yeah, he, what I read he is correctly. a kid. He literally is a kid um, because that, it was minicamp or something. And his I can't remember if his daughter was there and went, oh, he's cute. Mm-hmm. And then realized, oh, my God, they're the same age. Was a bit of a reality check for yeah. the veteran quarterback. Boom! But when something blows up in sports, like the behavior of Serena Williams last week at the U.S. Open, or or other significant things, it would be fun to have Pat to check in with. Oh, yes, yes, I yeah. completely would agree. All right, let's do that. I'll make sure that uh, you know what I'll do. I'll reach out. You're gonna reach out. Yeah. Reach How out. am I going to be paid? <laughs> I will onboard myself. Say we invite you garagelogic.com to check us all out and everybody else. If you're listening to this, you already found it, but help out some others too. Garagelogic.com. Subscribe on iTunes and don't forget to rate us every day. And we have the new uh, email address. In my case, it's gljoe at garagelogic.com. Garagelogic, one word. It's rookie at garagelogic.com. And is it Reavers at GarageLogic.com? C Reavers at C Reavers at GarageLogic.com. Uh, height, what's he go by? J Height. J Height, H E I D T. And Kenny Olson. And Kenny. But the, but the tag now is GarageLogic.com. Correct. Thanks for tuning in.